When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I'll, I'll say 83 because it gets me 82, 84. I'll say 84. Jackson. 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 Yo. So what year did this come out? What's the question? What year did this song come out? Well, this song is not a... Come on. Not give me the song. Total Eclipse of the Heart. My God. Turn around Bright Eyes. Bonnie Tyler. Scottish. Bunch. <laughs> Uh, Remind me of old school a lot. 19 and 83. It's fun to shift things. He's Welsh. Oh, yeah. Born is Welsh. Are you sure about that? About her being Welsh? Garth Bale? I don't know. Garth Bale is a wise chirping. (laughs) He played for Wales when the United States played. And he brought his track man with him or something like that. Oh, yeah. To the World Cup and it pissed people off. Garth Bale. Okay. She's from Skewen, UK. Doug, we're Skewen. I don't know. Boy, I gotta tell you. I mean, she's obviously went Brio, but she looks really good for 72. Does she? Yeah. Good for her. I guess that Brio thing can work out, but God, it's... Is that... The thing is, I was about to say one out of like five or ten times, but the thing is, if it goes well, you don't know. You know what I mean? Right, you're talking Botox? The fillers and that whole deal. And Jackson's telling me, you know, oh, he's got ton of women peers. But it's ton of them. Jackson's peers are in their effing 20s, early 20s doing it. Yeah, well, yep. that, that seems crazy. Bonnie Tyler's 72, and she's from Skewen. Yeah. Whatever you have to do to chase the old man or old woman away, that's what you do. But you I can shouldn't have that issue foul the from the restroom next door. That's why I was about to go in there and use a little wizards, but there was a situation... The person who exited, by the way, was wearing all black and then left the building. Oh, man of mystery. Yes. I wish these people would get regular. And now, now we can smell that gentleman's colon in oh. our studio. Oh, yeah. we... You get in your, if you can smell in your thing, you got to no. This is a bunker. I'm good. Can't but you just get some regular fiber in your diet? We need a, we need a no defecating sign like a Latte Larry's <laughs> in this single-use bathroom. There should be no defecating going on in this one. This should be exclusively for urination. That's when you should have shut that door. No, I, I disagree with Jackson. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, because you defecate in there. I do, but after 10 a.m., it should be no pooping allowed. Okay, how about 8? Can we, get, can we get compromise at 8? We're getting legislation passed here. Really? Compromise, Doug. Fun to see people reaching across the aisle. I got 5.30 Yeah, that's morning fine. No one's here at 5.30. Grinding. But like, it's just when you and Casey run into each other in there. Well, I think she's avoided that bad. Seen her since. around there since. Mm. Probably, probably prison. Still awkward. 
I just met the guy who was filling in for Remy this week. Forgot his name. <laughs> well, it doesn't make for a real good story. <laughs> he looked familiar, but I, yeah. Good-looking dude. Funny as hell from what I hear. Frank Ladd knows him well. Dave Klein knows him well. David Klein of hedonism? Yeah. Slather and gravy? I just said, hi, buddy, because I forgot his name. But I ran into him three times. Well, I'm sure he's quite good in the kitchen, then in the hallway, and then we were both going to the other bathroom because somebody was in that one, obviously. Yeah, that's what we were just discussing. There was a kitten, and he looked like a burglar. (laughs) Cat burglar. You hiding? Maybe there's a guy working on the elevator. No one works on the elevator. It makes you, it made me wonder if this happens at like, the Empire State Building, and you work on the 40th floor. Oh, wow. Do you just die in the stairwell someday? You're not going to work. You just collapse and keel <laughs> over after about three weeks of that. You're not going to work. There's no way. Now, I feel bad for, like, John and the guys that have to update us on that <laughs> every week on what's yeah. going on with the elevator. Yeah, if it gets fixed, it gets fixed. It's only two flights. Yeah, but that's a long way if you got a, yeah, a foot I mean, problem if, or a health yeah. issue of some kind. Yeah, poor uh, Jody just had her Achilles worked on. She's yeah. still on a boot. Yeah, that's tough. But what are you going to do? Yeah, you just expect uh, the building to be have a little bit better handle on things when things that important break down. Not the well, people not the that people work care. here. It's the people that own the building. Yeah, not the people care listening, but I never heard of this before. Uh, they thought it was the motor, so they put a new motor, and then they found out it's something else that needs to be fixed. Pulley. And they got the part, but they need permission to put it in the elevator. And the permission, the permit takes two weeks to get. So you got to get a permit to fix your elevator. Permit from Classic. the city to make sure Go it's being done. <laughs> yeah. Safety you, regulations. You can't fix it until we tell you it's okay to fix it. <laughs> Never heard of yeah. that. Well, you're supposed to get a permit, building permits for various things. Yeah, and then they have it on file down at the office. You can go look at the elevator permits. You always have that in the elevator. You notice that? Certificate of inspection available. Who's going to go look at that? I don't know. Someone who has a lawsuit to file, probably. I needed a permit. I tried to get a hot tub for my backyard. I needed a permit for that. Well, that's... Because that's... What? It has to do with your... I'm sure your... Subdivision has all kinds of rules. No, Sunset Hills, City of Sunset Hills, not really? subdivision. In your own city property? Of yeah, had to be at least ten feet away from the house, and I didn't have a spot. I didn't have a concrete Why? pad. It's your house, 10 feet away. What you do? Well, that was my thought. I said, nope, it's got to be at least ten feet, or you can't have it. So I didn't get the hot tub. Boy, was I steamed. Yeah, they were in an uproar at the complex because they have a new apartment manager, and she—I guess she didn't know all the rules yet. And she had people, maintenance guys, put notes on doors of people on the first floor. You can't have a barbecue grill on your patio. I said, what? And they were making people take them off there. They had like two days to get rid of them or they're going to get fined. Did you have one? Yeah. So that was your response? No, a couple of them went to and said, you you know, it's, it's if you live on like the second floor and you live underneath where you don't have a patio and above you is the roof. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't have one there because your fire is going up to wood. Doesn't it? You can have one on your patio, open air. There's nothing above me. And then she said, "Okay, I didn't know all that rule." So, but she's just doing. So you're in the clear now. Yeah, she she's she's got a lot of things she's trying to get caught up on. I don't blame her. But there's too many rules in this country. (laughs) Well, most are designed for your safety, especially an apartment complex. If you allow anything to go there. I get that. Then you, you shouldn't can, have to get a permit if you want to put a hot tub in your backyard. I wouldn't think so. 
there again, they're worried about electrical issues and electrocutions who cares? and fires. And... Can they come give you a fine if you don't have a smoke detector in your own home? That would protect you. I don't think so. But when you have a house built, you need a permit for the people who do the electrical work and the plumbing work and all that. They're just trying to protect you. That's just for insurance purposes. And to protect you. Anyway, there's not going to be a no-poop permit you need in that bathroom. You can recreate whenever you want in there. A no-poop permit? Yeah, you need a permit to poop. You need a permit to be allowed to poop, not to not poop. Yeah, if you want to poop, you got to show a permit. <laughs> no permit, no poop. So you'd have to go to the city of Creve Core, I guess, to get this. Yeah. May I poop in the restroom at work? And they'd have to decide. They'd, they'd go to your gastro doctor, and he'd have to say, well, they got some issues, and then you could produce this permit, and then you'd be allowed to go in there. Yeah, because some of that is dangerous gas that comes out of those I don't know how dangerous it is. I don't, I don't feel it's that dangerous. It's not pleasant, but I don't know about the danger involved. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the new guy was trying to use the bathroom, too, and it was locked. So you have a permit? He had to go down to the other one like I did. That's for non-permit holders. Hey, just get a nice little walk down the hallway. Bopped by, on down. By all the studios, just wave in. Hi, guys, how you doing? I'm going to the bathroom. That's what you did? I waved to a few. Okay. I waved to the arch, and I said hi to Randy Character. Character. Glory, glory, yeah. Are we just mailing it in today? This show is bad. It's so, so bad. That's from Zach's yeah. wife, Gummy. Yeah, well, don't listen. I think you've reached the point where you've talked enough today to take that sick day back. Make sure Pale does that on your next time card. That's from Steve and Wildwood. Oh. What is happening right now? Tim, save us. That's from the 817. Bye, I hate you. That's mm. from Chuck Talent. Doug, wasn't he a senator? Now he's listening and hates the show. Jim Talent. Jim Talent. Chuck was his brother. I went to high school with him. And he hates, the, he hates us. He probably hates it, yeah. Well, we were just talking about <laughs> things that don't make any sense. Permits. Poop permits, specifically. Important issues. Chuck Talent's back. I'm back. Someone hit him with a shoe. He's skipping like a record. <laughs> It wasn't even all my my talking. No, it wasn't. Doug it was, was talking about hot tubs I and permits, too. and yes. they were talking about pooping and the mm -hmm. and the smell out of it. Deep intellectual things are just my jam. Oh, it wasn't very intellectual what I was talking about. It was kind of stupid. <laughs> you mentioned your happy little stroll down the hallway on your way to the restaurant. Yes, and I was talking about. Are you uh, turned on, man? I'm not allowed to have a barbecue pit on my patio, mm -hmm. which was. This is wrong. absolutely terrible. Tim, talk, plowsy, play a drop, anything. That's from Beer Cats. He won the Milagro to kill oh, this. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Yeah, your, Amen. Your, your text was very Amen. enlightening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeff Lottman is the sponsor of the text inbox. Uh, he's online at J E F F L O T T M A N N dot com. Sponsor the text inbox, and it is Friday, and that means it's time for the drops of the week. Oh, okay. Hit the lever, please, Plowsy. All right, Plowsy. Hit the lever. Drops of the week. Yeah, you guys drop it like a hot dog. It's a wonderful drop. Indeed, it is. Clip that off. Clip that off. Clip that off. I didn't know what it was under there, but I got a clit on my tongue. What do you what oh. do you think about that, dog? I think there's probably some very successful people who like buying soiled underwear. Why? You were so nice to them. You took their family <laughs> snorkeling. Man, we got clits in our mouths. I just want to be a cuck. 
Watch out, here comes Suckboy Tony. <laughs> and I would venture to say that I might have the biggest nipples of anybody. What's a roof daddy? Does that work for sphincters as well? Well, let me ask you this. What do you count to sex when you when you when you gave him hand? Did that count? That's uh, a guy you really need to take advice from. Mm -hmm. you know, Admiral Pegger. And I, I took family <laughs> snorkeling the next day. Otherwise your tongue would just flap nonstop. Planet Hollywood jacket hasn't gone yet. That's a collector's item. For who? If you collect vintage leather jackets. It's called range, bro. That was Drops of the Week. Drop, 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 down, drop, drop. Did it. Big week. Huge week. It was a good week for those who collect vintage leather jackets. <laughs> There's still a lot of people out there that do. Still available. Front page, ESPN.com. Sources, Cardinals fire CFO. Two VPs amid shakeup, but, Doug, they're talking about the NFL's Cardinals. Yeah. They used to be here. You know, you call them the football Cardinals. St. Louis football Cardinals. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in uh, Tempe, but uh, everybody's getting whacked out there. I guess they did an expose, ESPN did, on uh, Michael Bidwell, son of Bill Bidwell, who moved to the franchise. And... Was a discovered to be a toxic workplace culture. Really, and, based on what? Uh, that former employees found to be abusive and intimidating, due in part to owner Michael Bidwell. Oh, I thought people liked him. Yeah, the dad was not well liked here. Bill Bidwell, not at all. But I thought the son was. CFO Greg Lee gone. Stephen Ryan, their senior VP for corporate sponsorships, gone, and uh, other executives gone, including two members of the social media team. Well, so the guy that was accused of being the one who was abusive is the only one who survived, <laughs> apparently. That's what happens when you have majority of the shares. Mm -hmm. yeah. Things like that happen. Would that be the best job in America to be, like, the owner of an NFL team? Would there be anything better than that? It's my dream job with the NBA. On the NBA team. What NBA team do you want to own? When, doesn't matter. Oh. I'll take any of them. How much are Cubans sell his for? A lot. What to Sheldon Adelson's widow, right? Yeah. And, and he's still running the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What kind of a thing? You can sell your company. It's like if Zuckerberg sold sold Facebook for like $2 billion, but you can still stay on as a consultant for a million a year. Yeah, I think that happens frequently. Oh, I yeah, think. that absolutely happens. That's a, that's, a, that's, a standard, that's a standard yeah. policy because the new owners want the expertise of the person who helped build the business. I think the board seats are what's really important. With like a public company, if you're stepping down, you want to keep your board seats. You talking succession? Yeah, just in general, because that means you have you still have a lot of control of the company, even if you're not the seat. We can do it! Right. Ram roll one. Third down and goal. When the Rams offense is at work at the line. Ram rules two. God. <laughs> you own a franchise, never do that. Mm -hmm. Like Betty Light, Betty Light doing that. Uh... Betty White or Dot Light? Dot Light. Rams rule two. That's when it's going to be Betty Light in the text inbox in a matter of moments. That's Nothing. when they started to give up. That's when they knew they were leaving. Is right when they created the Rams. Rule. Nothing gets a, a young male-dominated football audience more <laughs> jacked up than hearing a 90-year-old woman telling him how to cheer at the game. Or not cheer. Mm -hmm. Clap it out. And they did that with a straight face. God, that was unbelievable. I wonder who was the voice were like. I wonder if they, after they did that, go, man, that was cringy as hell, dude. <laughs> they didn't I know they because paid it was me, probably Demoff who did it. And who's going to tell him? Well, how gullible are you that you're sitting in the stands and they put a big sign up on the thing, make noise, 
oh, okay, they told us to make noise. You mm -hmm. didn't know they'd do that on your own? No. You're going to sit there and I listen to a sign what to do? I do believe in charity, and I do believe in giving back to the community. <laughs> well, I do too. Now, how that will happen, we haven't yet worked out, but I do believe in it. I do, too. I did, I did uh, think of the title, the title of that chapter when I write about the man and the woman. You're not going to write anything. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to ever write anything. When exist. I get to that chapter, I think the title is going to be Giving Back to the Charity Radio Hour, whatever he called it. Nice, nice. chapter. <laughs> well, Can exactly we just make it an audio book? I'm going to give it, this is gonna, we're going to call it Giving Back to the Charity or something. Have you written one word on this book yet? It's all in my head. But wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be easier for you to to sit down with a recorder, maybe not a Tascam, but like an actual recorder, and just record, like go, you know, from the beginning, how you would, you know, kind of set up your book, mm -hmm. chapter by chapter, and just start telling stories. So you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to have the right, you know, you can just kind of go and go and go and go and then just sell the MP3. I have a lot of it on a floppy disk. I don't know if I can still play you that. You can't sell floppy disks. What do you What do you have on a floppy disk? A lot of notes. Really? For your book? Really? Yeah, I would wow. just start. I would think. Disc. Can you? But this duck, this thing might good. happen. I would think of a story. I'd be sitting around. I think of a story. It's also the opposite. And I would type it up and then I just save it on this floppy disk. Where, I, where can even I don't even plug know in a floppy where I can, disk where I can play it anymore. If I can put it anywhere. Oh no, it's lost. Lost forever. I have the floppy disk. I just don't know if there's any computer I could actually throw a floppy disk into and it'll come up on the screen. Well, that's Craig Rutledge. He would know. Yeah. Well, they still got a lot of things around here. They still got eight track players and reel to reels around here. Do they? Yeah. Because I had, uh, I think Learn might have done it for me. Oh, I had there's a 909. Well, I'm just saying this okay. who may have done it, but I had a. Uh, I still have on Reel to Reel my interview with Stevie Nicks back in 1994. And she transferred it to a s CD for me because they have a Reel to Reel player here. Okay. Well, Worst interview awesome. ever done in the history of radio, I think. So why do you want to keep it? Because there's some things she said in there that, like she said, I would never, I will never ever get back with Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, it was a big and, then after, was. and then after that, they ended up touring for 10 years together. So. Oh, so you caught her on her. And she talked about me coming and going roller skating on her tennis courts and things like that. So You went roller skating on her tennis courts? No, she invited me to go roller skating on her tennis courts. Did you do it? No, I never did. Why? Because yeah, I didn't get out to L.A. Who cares? you even own roller skates? I did. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've you got, got a brand new key. Anybody tell me to shut up yet? Oh, awesome. uh, the audience is now turning on me because of this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Just take it away. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, the oh, <laughs> headphones are down. Headphones are down. Do the He's done with the business. Pout, pout, Aaron in St. Chuck, and if I'm not mistaken, she has her nipples pierced, and she says, Iggy shaking his head. We are too, kiddo. Uh, KG and O-Town's talking it over in the YouTube chat. Everyone check your emails now. We've got a few minutes. <laughs> Someone called Martin. We desperately need him back. Martin's going to come back. And roast us all. Well, I'm sure they're all sitting around, at, around the hearth listening to you when you fill in. Who are you talking to? What's his name who keeps talking about me? Well, there's a bunch of people. <laughs> Doug, was that Sean Curley? I want to say check your emails. We've got time. Oh, KJ and Hotel. Yeah, because you're so interesting when you talk. You don't mention his name now? 
Yeah. No, because that's all he him? wants is for me to <laughs> give him oh, more attention. Oh, more, oh, he is I, I am him. Give him Slim more attention when she craves the attention, so I'll stop using his name. Yeah. <laughs> when they find me dead in my apartment, cause of death will be listed as bored. <laughs> that's from Chairman Steve oh. in Wildwood. Yes, everyone, he is still talking. This is real life. Ah. <sighs> Well, I think he's had a nice presentation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, unless, unless somebody asks me a question, I won't say anything until I get a vote for email. How about that? Make you all happy. No, you can chime right in. Protest. Like, just chime Screw them. Oh, no, come on. Don't turn on them. No, I just try to make them happy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, we're going to break anyway, so you're going to have a chance to reset. Everything's going to be wonderful. Doug, everything's going to be fine. It feels like it is. The great news is Balloon Party is only 48 minutes away, and they will not be happy with me in Jackson there. So they're not happy with me here. They're not happy there. I think they'll be happy with me in the sound story, I'd like to think. Oh. You'll be breaking down the blues loss on a freeway Friday? Oh, yeah. Party? What do we have? Uh, what, is, what do we have? It's a six-shooter, Doug. Yeah, Act like do you, you don't know? know. Okay, sorry. What do you have in the six-shooter? Nothing on the blues. It should be a Friday fracas. Friday fracas. A Friday fracas. Fracas? Fracas? Uh, cardinal questions. Fracas? Talking about uh, transfer portal stuff. Uh, little broadcasting stuff. Oh, boy. Some macro stuff. Like the, the, the Venmo again. Is that Adam Wainwright full-time now? Yeah, some NFL stuff. Favorite yeah. memory from winter warm-up. <laughs> Text in. <laughs> I met Kyle Gibson. <laughs> No, you don't have to say hee-hee-hee at the end of it. I guess I'll have to delete that question I had there. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> Favorite memory from Winter War? Yeah, I saw it. <sighs> so that's not one of the subjects. <laughs> uh, not yet. You'll know when I'm, when I'm really struggling. Do they still get the kind of crowds at Winter Warm-Up that they did? 10, 12 years ago, when it would, places were just jam-packed. Plowhawk, you went down there this past weekend at Madison. Plowhawk was first in line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think they do. Kind of chilly out. They might have kept some people away, but yeah. for the most part, I mean, that's their chance for all these people to get uh, fairly up close and personal. You can't get close to them. You can take a selfie in front of the table with them yeah. behind the table. but Don't touch them. I no, just went can't. to uh, the TMA fan page, and Cletus put, posted meow, and I'm like, oh, boy, it's probably a picture of, like, a guy, and i got to make sure the kid's 18. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was actually Jennifer Aniston. Oh, is that right? What's going picture, on with him? I saw a picture of her this morning, and... Short dress on and boobs hanging out. She ain't it. She ain't it. Is that oh, right? Wow. I don't. I don't get the appeal. Oh. That's all uh, I want to say. Wow. You you kind of have a take, and then you're you're oh, stifling your own take. They're gonna oven be yeah, the oven They're gonna be banty as hell. It's Why? Just what's not wrong? My, what's what's what's, what's just she's completely not my style. Uh, I'm very attractive, certainly. I just. She's when the girl talk, next door type. You don't like when that? you talk about the top twenty-five most beautiful women. Jennifer Aniston ain't it for me. She's not making the list. Who would be number one for you, just to get an idea? Man, of where off we the are. top of my head, that's a tough one. Um, I assume Ella Reese is one, but then who's two? See, this is tough because you put me on the spot here. 
in my head, I love. Oh, see, I, I go older because I don't know the new mm. Instagram mm. starlets. I don't. I don't mm. have that information. I'll have Instagram. I'll have TikTok. So I don't know these new girls. But to me, Rachel McAdams, as well as whoever played Black Widow, what is her Scarlett name? Scarlett Johansson. Yes, those are those are two are it. They're they're they can be stunningly beautiful. They mm. can be very attractive. They can look like small town America. Like I think they, those are it. Okay. To me, Jennifer Aniston, just the straight. The hair, to me, I know a lot of girls emulated that. I don't The Rachel like it. cut? It looks thin. Like the, the it Rachel. looks dead. I, never had it. I, I don't know. To me, it doesn't have any fluff or flair to it at all. Nah, like, she looks the same in about every movie and show. I'm, I'm, I need more range for my women. You're really down on her. No, I just, I she's very attractive. I'm just saying it's not, like, as opposed to, to me, she is extremely overhyped. This is, again, oh. my opinion. Yeah. Steve Wildwood says the current season of the morning show, she's naked on top of ham. You can can't see anything in particular, but she looks damn good. Doug, he's our chairman. Huh. Nice role for John Hamm. Yeah. Let's give him a call and get him on. <laughs> hey, how did that feel? <laughs> did you see anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don Peepee says he always liked uh, Lisa Kudrow the most on Friends, but Rachel really? is hot even in her 50s. Don Peepee. Yeah, right. yeah, I think Kudrow is attractive in her own way. Kind yeah. of tall for me, but. You don't like him that tall, do you? you like well, him no, because girl. it makes the girl feel uncomfortable for the most part. Yeah. How tall a gentleman are you? 5'8. Yeah. A lot of man, though. <laughs> a lot of man. You got that right, buddy. Mm hmm. But women, most women will not date someone shorter than them. Yeah, not usually. Uh, Jean Kasem did with Casey Kasem, though, Doug. Yeah, I think she may have seen some money there. Yeah, she saw the dollar bills. Nicole Kidman with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, everybody's taller than Tom Cruise, unless he's dating somebody who's like 5'3". Oh, what is he, 5'6 or 7? I think he's like 5'5". Is he really? I think he's 5'7". Really? Yeah. He's lying. His height is always... Like, I think his family guy made the jokes about it, but, yeah, he's 5'7". I mean, this might be like a mid-2000s NBA thing where they give him three inches apiece, but... Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro's very, not very tall. Have you, have you seen those pictures of him standing on boards when he's supposed to be the tough mob guy? So he's Pacino. Little, oh, is that right, like really? A little bigger than everybody. Sure, think, it's not Pacino. I think De Niro's taller than Pacino. Yeah, I think Pacino's short. I, don't, I didn't ever know Robert De Niro was short. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures of that. Maybe it was in... That movie where, you know, he's 70-something years old and he's playing the tough guy on the street. And uh, let's see. Uh, De Niro is listed as 5'10". I don't know if this stuff's accurate. It's like when you type in net worths. Yeah, right. We don't kick it. He looked like 4'5". Pacino's 5'6". No. Yeah, Joe Pesci's 5'4". Marlon Brando was only 5'9". That surprised you? I yeah, he's yeah. like a big man. Yeah. Yeah. Big personality. Well, you aim the camera a little from below, right. shoot up a little bit. They look So, bigger. Jackson, the guy you want to sleep with, Killian Murphy... Uh, my wife also wants to sleep with him. Mm-hmm. And I said, I got to tell you, though. There's your bad, MMF. Bad, I don't know if that's necessarily what I'm on the quest <laughs> of at the moment, but I, I would make a deal. Uh, I said, bad news for you. I think Killian Murphy's about my height. She goes, yeah, I can kind of tell what they're doing with this shit because you can kind of tell they're doing the angle thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's always magic that can be made. Pacino used to wear He would wear high heels on the set of Godfather. Well, I'm wearing, I always wear lifts. I'm wearing, I'm wearing four-inch lifts today. Huh. A lot of things going on in that Godfather. High heels and Robert <laughs> Sonny, De Niro. Sonny's ween. What's his name? Um, who played the uh, lawyer? Robert Duvall. Duvall. Uh, he's in a scene with uh, 
Marlon Brando, and he's holding the cue cards from Marlon right. Brando to read his lines. Brando never remembered his lines. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see that it's a scene where Robert Duvall is standing next to him talking. He's got this, holding this cards up. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Brando's mm -hmm. lines. That's why he was shot in the dark in Apocalypse Now, because he showed up overweight and didn't know any of his lines, so they had to shoot him basically in pitch black. Huh? I read a story once. You remember, well, you guys probably don't remember Gunsmoke? Oh, yeah. Where James Arness was the star. He was six foot seven, and because he was so tall in World War II, apparently on some of the landing crafts, they would make him the first to get out to test how deep the water was to see if it was safe for all the other soldiers. So that made it a very dangerous job. And he got shot in the leg and badly wounded in the leg. That was the end of the war for him. They sent him back home. For the rest of his life, he dealt with the, this leg problem where he limped very noticeably because of his war wounds. Oh, wow. Then he becomes... Gunsmoke, and he's supposed to be Mr. Tough Guy, uh, Sheriff, and his co-star was Dennis Weaver, who had no problems at all, and they would start a scene, and James Arness would hobble up to get in front of the camera, and then they'd start the scene, and he'd walk around normal, and you'd never know anything was wrong with him, and Dennis Weaver, who had nothing wrong with him, would limp around his chester like he could barely get around on a stiff leg. Then the scene would end, and James Arness would hobble away on this bad leg, and Dennis Weaver would walk away like there was no problem. So it's kind of an odd thing to see. Just a little anecdote. Yeah, I guarantee our listeners love that story. Well, it's just a little something. About just a little. Just shut them up again. <laughs> <laughs> just a little height-related anecdote. Was that the show with Miss Kitty? Yes. Okay. Uh, Doug, I don't know what this one means, but I read it because it's in the teleprompter. It's from Joan Jett's Groping Hand. Oh, she had a groping hand. My wife wants to sleep with fit, dark-skinned, bald gentleman and with Killian Murphy. I just want her... To sleep with her sisters one time. Oh, oh God. gosh. Joan Jett's groping hand. So fun. I don't know that it's that much fun at all. Do you want to watch incest? Uh, Joan Jett, you can call in 636-900-14. Yeah, I'm good on that. These oven mitts are really warm. <laughs> I mean, really warm. I'll never get burned. Those are the new ones? Hot take. These are the new ones. EDF. Look at those. Those are sharp gloves, aren't they? What's the design on there? Well, those blue circles. It's the logo for the EF support systems. Okay. Looks like Olympic rings. Similar. Yeah. Well, this will keep you from getting scalded. I found out that yesterday when I dropped the hot tea on them. That's right. It's just said. nice to be protected is all. Oh, Brianna Coppish is on there. Erin in St. Chuck is talking about her lesbian fantasies in the YouTube chat. She wants Tiff Tiffany Amber Thiessen, it looks like. Oh. She turned 50 this week, I think. Back in the day, I interviewed her. Oh, of course. <laughs> and how did it go? Well, she she wanted your I don't remember her so long ago, but she's been on Straight to the Web. Is she? Yeah. She was at everyone's heartthrob there for a while. She was Joan saved by the Saved by the Bell? No, Tiffany Everett. Lark Voorhees. Is, yeah. Somebody just DM me out of the blue a uh, contemporary productions picture of the Ramones and the Runaways at Rico's in Belleville. Where the people said they never played Rico's. There's the. Uh, there's your proof. There's the advertising. Eat crow, my friend. <laughs> I guess we mentioned Joan Jess groping hand, and somebody thought of that. So. Doug, Timmy the Tickler wants to know, uh, on a related note to Joan Jett, what's the weirdest thing you've spanked it to? That's from Timmy the Tickler, and he won caller of the year, texture of the year. I, no, I don't think he won. You spanked it to thing. Joan Jett? Uh, Timmy the Tickler, you'll have to call in. In what? <laughs> Iggy, you're no taller than five six. That's from King Fupa. Yeah, now you've had enough. Yeah, lied about <laughs> That's age. it. Yeah. Five eight makes me huge. I'm a tall man. Maybe five seven and a half. I don't know. A lot of man though. 
That's all right. right. Let's have Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design air, heating, and cooling email today. About 23 uh, minutes, and uh, you can uh, compete against some of the greats. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with the 9 o'clock hour here in the morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.